Today is Sunday, February 26, 2023. The first reading according to Genesis, chapter 2, verse 7 to 9, chapter 3, verse 1 to 7. Then Yahweh God formed man, dust drawn from the clay, and breathed into his nostril a breath of life, and man became alive with breath. God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed man whom he had created. Yahweh God caused to grow from the ground every kind of tree that is pleasing to see and good to eat also the tree of life in the middle of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now the serpent was the most crafty of all the wild creatures that Yahweh God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees in the garden, but the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the garden, God said, You must not eat, and you must not touch it, or you will die. The serpent said to the woman, You will not die, but God knows that the day you eat, eat, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God's, knowing good and evil. The woman saw that the fruit was good to eat, pleasant to the eyes, and ideal for gaining knowledge. She took its fruit and ate it, and gave some to her husband, who was with her. He ate it. Then their eyes were opened, and both of them knew they were naked. So they sewed leaves of a fig tree together and made themselves loincloths. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. The second reading according to Romans chapter 5, verse 12 to 19. 12, 17-19 Therefore sin entered the world through one man, and through sin, death, and later on, death spread to all humankind, because all sinned. As long as there was no law, they could not speak of disobedience, but sin was already in the world. This is why, from Adam to Moses, death reigned among them. Although the sin was not disobedience, as in Adam's case, this was not the true Adam, but foretold the other who was to come. Such has been the fall, but God's gift goes far beyond. All died because of the fault of one man. But how much more does the grace of God spread when the gift he granted reaches all from this unique man, Jesus Christ? Again, there is no comparison between the gift and the offense of one man. The disobedience that brought condemnation was one, was of one sinner, whereas the grace of God brings forgiveness to a world of sinners. If death reigned through the disobedience of one man, only one person, how much more will there be a reign of life for those who receive the grace and the gift of true righteousness? Through the one person, Jesus Christ, just as one transgression brought sentence of death to all,
so too one man's good act has brought justification and light to all. And as the disobedience of only one man made all sinners, so the disobedience of one person allowed all to be made just and holy. The Gospel according to Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to 11. Then the Spirit led Jesus into the desert, that he might be put to the test by the devil. After Jesus fasted forty days and nights, he was famished. Then the tamper came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, order these stones to turn into bread. But Jesus answered, Scripture says, One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took Jesus to the holy city, set him on the highest wall of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for Scripture says God has given his orders to his angels concerning you. The hands will hold you up, lest you give in. Orders to his angels concerning you. The hands will hold up, lest you hurt your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, But scripture also says, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil took Jesus to a very high mountain and showed him all the nations of the world in their greatness and splendor. And he said, All this I will give to you if you kneel down and worship me. Then Jesus answered, Be off, Satan. Scripture says, Worship the Lord your God and serve him alone. Then the devil left him, and angels came to serve him. If you are son of God, order those stone to turn into bread. Lecture Divina In Genesis, we heard about the first sin as the man and woman are attempted by the serpent to disobey God's command. Paul tells the Romans that this first sin brought death to humankind, death ultimately defeated by Jesus who brings forgiveness, grace, and salvation. In Matthew's Gospel, the devil tempts Jesus three times but Jesus remains obedient to his Father. Sinning is turning away from God. We can turn away from God in our thoughts and in our actions by doing things we know are wrong and by failing to do the things we know are right. In the desert, God is tempted to satisfy his physical desires, to seek power, and to test God's love we face similar temptations. The culture encourages us to satisfy any desires we might have without regard for God and others, accumulating wealth, power, and influence is seen as a life goal. Doubting God's love and even His existence is seen as a mark of sophistication. God, please forgive me for the times I have turned away from you and helped me purify my heart. Make a nightly examination of conscience part of your routine. When I am afraid, 
I put my trust in you. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Psalm chapter 56 verse 3 Facing Fear Warren moved to a small town to pastor a church. After his ministry had some initial success, one of the locals turned him turned on him, concocting a story accusing Warren of horrendous acts. The man took the story to the local newspaper and even printed his accusations on pamphlets to distribute to local residents by mail. Warren and his wife started praying hard. If the lie was believed, their lives would be upended. King David once experienced something similar. He faced an attack of slander by an enemy. All day long they twist my words, he said. All their schemes are for my ruin. This sustained assault left him fearful and tearful. But in the midst of the battle, he prayed this powerful prayer. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. What can mere mortals do to me? When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. What can mere mortals do to me? David's prayer can be a model for us today. When I am afraid in times of fear or accusation, we turn to God. I put my trust in you. We place our battle in God's powerful hands. What can mere mortals do to me? Facing the situation with Him, we remember how limited the powers against us really are. The newspapers ignored the story about Warren. For some reason, the pamphlets were never distributed. What battle do you fear today? Talk to God. He's willing to fight it with you. Sheridan Vose What real fears do you face? How can David's prayer help you deal with them? Loving God, I am afraid. And so today I put my trust in you. What can mere mortals do to me when you're fighting for me? Thank you for the coming victory.